May I have your attention, please? We are controlling transmission. There is nothing wrong. The horror crime. Whether it's a ghost, a spirit, or an entity, they all feed on it. That's the whispering, the footsteps, the feeling of another presence. You won't have a chance to change your minds later. Because there'll be no way to get out. We have such sights to show you. Have you checked the children? Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Boogeyman's real. That is better. They're coming to get you. What's up, everybody? You know what time it is. And today we're talking about the exorcism of Emily Rose. Let's get into this. All right. What's up, everybody out there? What's up, what's up? What's up, horror fam? Um, Just so you know, we got our good buddy Lyle Clark back on the line. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We know what he's doing. It's gonna be here, a good let, me, one. let me jingle the ice on my glass here. Oh no, I'll spill it. Hey, Never let mind. me let me jingle my balls. Ha <laughs> 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 ha, chink chink. Tinky so hey, Leo, what's the weather like down there in Tucson? Uh, it's beautiful. But, yeah. It's okay. Actually- so right now it's about thirty-one degrees here, <laughs> and we're expecting about anywhere between zero and ninety-seven inches of snow tomorrow. <laughs> Zero and ninety-seven inches. That's uh, that's not a real big fluctuation there. Well, you know, can you because be they general? don't fucking know what we're going to get hit with. Uh, <laughs> actually, they're talking about I don't know two to four inches of snow and a bunch of fucking ice. Well, I got to get to the house. My wife is expecting eight inches tonight. So, <laughs> <laughs> what are you having me come over? Uh, no, nope. I'm gonna do it twice. Hey, hey you notice? <laughs> you notice how Lael was awkwardly quiet during that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm staying out of that one. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah. We fuck frequently yeah. get into that problem. Right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's right now it's right now it's in the fifties here and it's uh really, really nice. The skies are clear and you know, we we don't get much in the way of snow here in Arizona. Right. We get it right. up in the mountains, but yeah. on New Year's Eve, it just seems like every couple of years on New Year's Eve it'll skip a year, it'll snow. And that nice. snow will stick for like twelve hours, and then it's gone, and it's seventy degrees again. Damn! Sorry, yeah. the fuck are you doing over there? I just realized it says "master slave" on it. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like, "What the fuck?" Master, master slave. Oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> He's looking at our lights. Our lights up. Anyway, so yeah, guys, uh, everyone listening. Now we're back into freaking our, our yeah, realm yeah, here. Yeah. We are going to be now that now that uh, Ryan knows his place in here. Yes. I'm the master. You're the slave. <laughs> hey, I don't. Hey, I'm into all kinds of shit. <laughs> yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Uh, we are doing the exorcism of Emily Rose tonight, guys. Uh, this is as I think is a great fucking movie. Um, you know, I don't know. If, JT, you want to get any specific? You want to talk about it real well, quick? Well, I or? mean, so uh, we'll just get into the, you know, the meat and potatoes. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dick and balls of this. Cork so, and balls. Uh, you know, exercise. Blah. Hold on, let me pause. Oh, did you know the other, move my balls the other day was uh, <laughs> National Sound Check Day? One, two, <laughs> one, two, one, two, one, two. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm back. <laughs> so today we're talking about the exorcism of Emily Rose. I still can't fucking talk. I was going to say, you guys, you guys call yourselves professional. No, not, a, not in fuck. the slightest. <laughs> Who the fuck said that? <laughs> so, uh, fucking liars. <laughs> so if I can get through this fucking title, who the fuck made up this shit? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Exorcism of Emily Rose came out in 2005. Uh, it was directed by Scott Derrickson, uh, which, interestingly enough, Scott Derrickson was the producer on Sinister, which came out in 2012. Great He movie. was also the writer of the new Marvel Doctor Strange, uh, which came nice. out in 2016. Sweet. I thought that was kind of interesting oh, for yeah. a horror guy to be doing a Marvel movie. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. There... Well, and, and, and that's a completely different discussion for a completely different time, but uh, horror, mo- well, horror the fuck and superhero about? stuff is not that far removed. No, 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 it's not. It's not. Not at all. Uh, especially that movie, because the Doctor Strange movie had a lot of really cool mm-hmm. you know, stuff in it. So It did. But uh, anyway, this movie stars the lovely Jennifer Carpenter, who plays Emily Rose, and where do we know Jennifer Carpenter from? Um, Just about everything. Yeah. But she was Dexter's sister, which I don't know if you guys are into that series, but that series was fucking killer all up until the last five minutes of the last episode. Um, uh, it also stars Laura Lenny. She plays the attorney, Aaron Bruner. Um, and then Tom Wilkinson, who played Father Richard Moore. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, great, great cast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and there's plenty others, too. I just didn't. Yeah, didn't we'll just throw some Those out are there. the important three. Right. You know. So, Lyle, I thought this movie would be right up your alley because I know you've always been a true crime guy. Yeah, and this is. Um, the, I think one of the things that I both enjoyed and did not like in equal measure is that they took when you're when you're watching through this whole thing they're not taking it from a spiritual aspect of it they're uh-huh. taking it from the legal ramifications yep. they are and it's and it's odd because you know that's really what they have to do because of that whole separation of church and state thing you know <laughs> right well you know that, and I'm, I'm with you on that because actually, it shows every. It's kind of the reason why I like the movie is the way they filmed it. They show the spiritual aspect of it while you're also watching a court case, and it's uh, just like you said with the legal ramifications of what they did and what right. happened. Um, right. It shows both worlds. And right, it does. And I find it interesting that the spiritual aspect of it and the actual portrayal of the exorcism and the, and the possession of Emily Rose is strictly, strictly 100% in flashback. Yeah. Yes, yep. yes. Yeah, that's what's interesting about this movie is, 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 you know, one of your main characters, Jennifer Carpenter, ends up dying at the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. You right. know, so the rest of the movie, every time you see her, it's in some sort of flashback where they're talking about her in court or, you know, this attorney is talking about it with her client, you know. Um, I just thought that was a very unique uh, way yeah, to, for sure. to kind of present an, uh, a possession and exorcism story because we've got yes. how many copies, how many different movies do we have almost completely by the numbers copy of The Exorcist? 
Oh, uh, yeah. There are a lot out there. There are yeah, some, though. There, there were some it. differences. Uh, so there were some movies out there, possession movies, that were, you know, not quite. Uh, yeah, the one that pops into my head was uh, The Possession of Hannah Grace. Completely different from The Exorcist. Yeah. Uh, completely different from this movie we're talking about tonight. Was that The Taken? Um, what was that one? The Taking, the taking of, of Deborah Logan. Deborah Logan. That, yeah. That's the one yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah, that was a pretty cool one, too. But, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, it, it's a, Lail, it's a, like a, it's its own thing. It's one yeah. of the, and yeah. I love the way that they filmed it and the way that yep. you're seeing the, the, the legal part of it and the way they're looking at everything compared to what the spiritual people and you know are looking at it and it's almost like one and the same and it kind of gets you into that conversation of oh what's the best way uh self-manifestation like if you believe something enough and you push it out there enough it can happen and it may not be um i guess it's called kind of like the placebo effect yeah okay you know um as far as like if you think something's wrong with you, eventually something's going to be fucking wrong with you just because you're putting that stress right, on your body right. to do that. You know, it's right. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, one of the things that I really thought was was interesting was the fact that okay, so you've got this priest that is on trial, and all he really want he doesn't care about what happens to him. All he really wants is to get her story out. Uh-huh. And then you've got the church, the hierarchy of the Catholic, you know, religion, trying to keep him from telling this story. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's weird because the church is who hired this this law firm to represent this guy, but they wanted to keep it all hush hush and sweep it under the rug. Right. You know, they didn't want the mass public finding out about what really happened. Now. Why did they not want him to find out what really happened? Well, you know, did they not really believe, you know, that this priest had gone through this? Uh, you know, it, yeah. there's a lot of question there. And that's, that's one cool aspect about this movie is, is uh, sometimes you'll watch a movie and you get to the end of it and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, it's done, it's over, I know why, I know this guy did it, and I, blah, 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 we're done, I'm moving on to something else. In this, when you get to the end of the movie, you are still questioning. Yeah. You what are. really happened here? You know, you are, and and it's 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 one of those movies that is sort of in my mind, and and this is completely a, a separate genre of movie entirely. But American History X, yeah, uh-huh. yes, American History X. Put is, your teeth on it, the curb. It's there, uh huh. Oh, put your teeth on the curb. Yeah. Put your mouth it's, on the it's fucking It's there curb. to teach you a story about racism and and yeah. you know yeah. Oh, yeah. and that kind of thing. But it, at the end of the movie, it's not solved. You know that Derek is going to go back hating because of what happens to his brother. Yeah, right. It, you right. know this right here. It's it says as it ends. It, it kind of alludes to Emily Rose being made a saint because of her sacrifice. She's a martyr. Right. But the, it's still open-ended. It's still not. It's a mind because, fuck. Yeah. 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 It's a mind yeah, that's fuck. a good way to put it. That's exactly yeah. what it is. A mind fuck. Cause like yeah. at the end, like the best way you said, it, it's like, you're like, well, what the fuck? Like what really, ha- what's going on yeah. here? Like yeah. Yeah. there's so both sides are presented so well. So, you know, uh, you guys both know this was based off of a true story, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yes. So yes. there there are some difference different bleh, there are some differences between what what happened in the real story and what they could do for Hollywood. They had to make some right. changes to make it I guess more compelling, more uh-huh. interesting and of course. you know. But uh you know, it was interesting when you get to the end, you know, how what the jury decided and the prosecution decided on this case. Um, I don't want to get into that now because I feel like we need to go through some of the movie before we start talking about the end of it here. Well, fuck it. Right. But, well, fuck <laughs> but, it. But, but, yeah, no. Ryan's like, fuck it. Let's, just, just, do it. Yeah. Let's just, just spoil, spoil the it. Fucking spoil play. it. Fucking balls deep right at the beginning. Balls deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, I, I just... I love, as far as if you want to go into the middle and the guts of it, you know, I like um, the way the way she, like, with that part whenever she's in the dorm room and her boyfriend's staying with her and he wakes up and she's laying in the fucking floor. Yes. Like, yes. there's I've no... I've got some cool things to say about that, too. Well, yeah. Well, well, that's what I'm getting into. Like, you know, it's the way she did that shit. There was no CGI. There's no nothing. That was her no. No. contorting her own body. And it fucking was... Creepy as fuck. So it is. It was very interesting. Uh, this director Derrickson, uh, he hired Jennifer Carpenter because of one reason and one reason only. She showed the most fear while she was doing her audition. Uh-huh. She had the ability to do this wicked silent scream that just sent chills down his body. Fuck yeah, dude! So he hired her to do this movie. And originally, they were going to use a, a doll to do all these contortionist mm-hmm. deals or whatever. Well, come to find out, Jennifer Carpenter is extremely fe- flexible and very limber. So that is really her all twisted up in mm-hmm. a knot laying on that floor. Yeah. She could do that. There were several other scenes that they had talked about that... Uh, like in the church, whenever she does the thing where she basically bends almost in half, uh-huh. she yep. did that for real. Now, she had a harness on to keep her from falling oh. over, but she actually was able to contort her body that way. Oh, man. Or that part where she's in the uh, barn. Yes, yes. When the main, I guess we'll get in that later. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. So, so uh, Leo, what's some of your thoughts on this movie? Um, well, if we're, if we're talking about, um, wherever you want her, her specifically, or, or is there, uh, you can I, talk about whatever you that, want. Yeah. Whatever you we're, want about we're all movie. over the board on this. Right on. Well, one thing that was fascinating to me and, and I'm, I'm going to go back just a little bit because, um, part of the reason that the Catholic church was trying to keep father more hush hush about this is because, um, if you know anything about the Catholic Church, which I know a little, not a lot, but when it comes to exorcism and, you know, things of that nature, while the Catholic Church is the only faction, technically, that is, uh, what am I thinking of? They, they're the only ones that, are, that typically will do an exorcism. You can't perform them, yeah. Right, right. At the same time, they don't want it publicized because... It they it people don't believe it. Yeah. People don't believe in it, yeah. and people ridicule the Catholic Church for holding these what people feel to be arcane beliefs. 
Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, good point. So that would be why, you know, they were trying to keep him quiet about it. Now, the prosecuting attorney was Methodist. Yeah. He, yes. He, he, here, here's a man who is a, a self-proclaimed, God-fearing, Christ-centered man. He's a believer, and he takes the part of a complete cynic in all this. Right. I right. thought that was fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not only that too, but kind of, it's kind of like you said though. Um, the difference between a method, a Methodist, and a Catholic. Well. Uh, as far as there is a big difference there, but as far as exorcisms go, with him though, he kind of talks to uh, Aaron Bruner, the attorney. He talks to her about that, and basically, he's like, you know, I I am a prosecutor. That is my profession. I, I have to do it this way. Yeah, you know, I, I have right. to have the right answers, and you know, yeah, he's doing his job basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I understand well, that. <clears throat> but then you, you you start, you get Father Moore on the stand, and he starts talking about how, you know, he believes her to be a saint, you know, for the things that she went through with this right, and right. how she was, how she resigned herself to her fate of dying. And you could almost see this prosecutor rolling his eyes like, what yeah, are you talking yeah. about, dude? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, it was fucking brutal, dude. It's and it kind of it, it, it put it out there for everybody to see, like um, questioning. I think, and even nowadays, you know, this movie kind of would have a lot of people talking simply for the fact of there's so much information coming out at everybody in like a split second. You can find out anything, right? And you know, people question whether or not. God exists, or if it's a Aryan, which, well, we may end up winding up on a conversation like this here in the near yeah, future if you're yeah. with us. But like, uh, is there alternate <laughs> alternate dimensions and yeah, all this yeah. other stuff? It's uh, we talk about that kind of stuff all the time. It's it's know? questionable, yeah. and now everybody's questioning that. So, and that's kind of like the fact of um, with the whole alien thing. You know, the religions do not want people believing in aliens and don't want right. anyone to think that they're aliens because then that offers up a whole other question yeah so i can see how they want to keep it quiet you, they don't and also you know the catholics don't really need that much more attention because right <laughs> no. No. i think there's an altar boy somewhere crying right now <laughs> my god we're gonna get fucking kicked off our fucking host now jesus hey fuck jesus <laughs> eat a jesus. eat a dick uh, anyway, let's get back to the movie. So, I, you know, I just want to talk. I, I don't want to go into this complete story. I just want to talk about it briefly. Um, so we all know that this movie was loosely based on the story of Annalise uh, Michelle, or Mitchell, or however you want to say that. Uh, she was a young German woman who suffered a similar fate. Uh what was interesting about that story is they told us a lot of that information, the same things that happened to Annalise. They told us a lot of that in this movie. But where they got some things wrong were, okay, so it wasn't a single priest. It was, it was, there were two priests involved uh -huh. with her. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 
when you get into the prosecution part of it, um, you know, this may be the wrong time to be talking about this, but I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there anyway. So when it came to the end of the trial, because this went went through trial, uh, both parents and the two priests were prosecuted, okay? The prosecution asked that the parents not be punished. In their own words, they figure the parents had suffered enough. Mm-hmm. You know, they had right. already been through this hell with their daughter mm-hmm. and lost their daughter. Exactly. And now we've put them through this trial. So they basically were prosecuted uh, with time served. Yeah. They didn't want to, you know, put them in jail or whatever. However, both the priests were sentenced to six months in jail. Uh, but they decided to suspend their sentence. So neither one of these priests end up, ended up going to jail, but they both received three years of probation. So like, okay. was it for the steal? Malpractice or some shit? Is that well, they, they claimed it was negligent homicide is huh. what it was all about. They claim that these priests, instead of trying to save this girl with some kind of medical uh, intervention, I guess, yeah, yeah. they decided to follow through with an exorcism, and they claim that if they would have gotten her some medical help, that she, she probably would not have died. And that's really the whole gist of this movie. Exactly. You know? Right. Okay, and, we're done. Then, Thanks. Have a good night, guys. <laughs> JT fucked it up as usual. No, that's uh, great because now we can have this conversation, which is kind of what yeah, I want to get into yeah. is the fact of, you know, like, uh, um, do you think, and this is a question for Lael and JT, do you think that from what you know of the story, do you think she was just mentally ill or do you think there was other things involved in this? Either of you can go first. It doesn't matter. Um, that's actually a really, really good question. That's, that's um, a really tough question is what that is. I mean, it is. Yeah, because you it can't is. really, I guess you can't really. You've got to look at the time that this happened. <clears throat> you know, you're talking late 60s, early 70s, whenever this happened. Uh, it was a different world. We didn't think about things the way we think about them now. Uh, everything was completely different, but... If you look at it medically, there were a lot of people out there that had mental issues. Um, There were a lot of people that didn't have mental issues that they caused mental issues by throwing them in asylums. Uh, God, that's tough, dude. Uh, It is hard to say truly what happened here. Yeah. And that's where you're at when you get to the end of this movie because you still don't know. Let's get what Le- really happened. Let's get Lael's outlook on that. Well, it's like it's just like the the discussion of uh, one of the things that came up was um, in in Emily in in the statement Emily Rose is speaking and you know on paper here in the court as read by Father Moore and she's talking about receiving the stigmata. Yes. Now the stigmata it was argued in court that uh, for those who don't know this, 
the stigmata is the wounds on the hands and feet that mimic those of Christ on the cross. And the, the purpose behind, behind that is, you know, those who have received the stigmata, so to speak, are, have been touched by God. Yeah. So um, it's argued in court that the stigmata, quote unquote, was caused by Emily Rose grabbing the barbed wire on the fence Correct. during right. a seizure. It's it's like to ask if she was actually possessed by something spiritual or she was mentally ill. That's a very, very tough answer to give, because for every spiritual um, event that occurred through through this movie, there is a, a physical counterpart to. Uh, there's a physical counterpart to explain Ex away. Exactly. And this is where I've gotten to deep conversations with people about shit because now you're going into looking at it like this. Okay. okay. It, 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 it's like, okay, yeah, you're right. For everything that happened, there is a reason for it. But is right. there a reason for it because that's the way God planned it? That's just one of the well, questions. You know, like... Dude, shit just got deep. Well, it, it's it's so fucking weird, man. It's like, okay, there is a reason. And what I'm getting at is is that maybe it is all interconnected. Because, like, uh, when people talk about uh, in this situation, I'm not super religious anymore, but I used to be very religious. But I'm not so much anymore. But, you know, people talk about... Uh, God created everything, correct, whatever. And then you got science. Science is man-made. God made man. And it's, it's all intertwined. And that was my main question from, from this movie. And that's why I love this movie so much is because it, it still has me thinking today. Right. Okay? Right. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Exactly. And it's like, so what the fuck happened? It did, right. you're, you're, you are correct that for everything spiritual that happened, there is a scientific or, a, you know, a proven uh, situation that happened. But maybe there's a reason why it happened that way. Okay. So, but I think what, what, what we're getting at here is like Lyle had talked about, you know, the stigmata. Could that have been caused by the barbed wire fence? Yes, but there are other things that happened in this. Like, how was she able to talk in two voices at one time mm -hmm. and have seven different voices come out of her mouth? Different languages. Different languages. Um, right. Uh, stuff that she would not have known about. I mean, in the, in the movie, they talk about her speaking in Aramaic. Uh, Aramaic, we all know, is, dead a, language. is a dead language. It's been, you know, dead since, you know, before Christ, hasn't it? Well, right. Yeah. Well, it is. Aramaic is is the language that Christ that, spoke. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Aramaic is the language that Christ actually spoke. Yes. Okay. And okay. Um, it's been dead since. So, you know. Right. But it it was argued in court that during her studies in 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 college, she was exposed to Aramaic because she was taking theology. Right. Yeah, but now, shit. possibly. You now, can't learn Aramaic that quick. <laughs> well, and that's, that's what I'm getting at is, is Aramaic's a dead language. Would they really be teaching that in a theology class? Well, probably. But the thing is, is like, look, I've been, I'm 30 freaking three, almost 34 years old, and I still barely speak English. I teach you, 
Like you want to tell me you're gonna learn Aramaic in a few yeah. months of well, just hearing it? That's because English is the hardest language in the world. But you are, you know, you right. are correct. It's uh, and who knows? The mind is a fucking strange thing. You know, you you could like just pick something up. It's like my three. Have you ever wondered how the fuck a kid learns how to speak? They just say the words. Where's that come from? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're, when your kid says their first words, they're just saying shit. They don't know what the fucking R sounds like and what it. They're they just, mimic. They could they, they mimic, mimic it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was just gonna say that. The the I know for me, the easiest way to learn anything is Lyle's to do still it. mimicking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know I. But here's the other side of that too. I had two points to this. One is. In the Dark Ages, during the the witch trials, if uh, if a woman had a, a wart, that was a mark of Satan, and that was yes. actually believed. Yes. Yeah. You know, if uh, if you take someone and you put them in the dunk tank and they float, well, they're possessed by Satan. If they sank, then you know they would drown, and obviously they were they were pure. But <laughs> right, you know, it's, yeah, and that is one of the craziest I, ones. Like either way, you're dead. You know, right? I mean, exactly, and that's and that's a little bit of a far fetched excuse to use, but I think that kind of parallels in this movie during the court case. The other thing is, before an exorcism is authorized by the church, there has to be a study done. Yes, a medical and, doctor. Yeah, right. yeah. This exorcism in this movie was authorized and sanctioned by the church, so there was a study done, and somebody. In the hierarchy, in the diocese, in the diocese of, of his church, decided that there was enough spiritual interest there that this should be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, and man, this uh, <clears throat> this fucking movie is getting me. And in, I'm into all kinds of crazy ass shit, but this, this movie, fucking movie, this movie is putting me <laughs> in the mind state of like just wondering. As far as the mind goes, you know, we don't fucking... The mind is a very powerful thing. Well, and we only use right. about 10% of our brain. So we don't really know what the fuck happened. What's going on in the... And what, the thing is... What is like, the fuck is rattling around in your head? Lael, do you know much about... We've talked about this before, but do you know much about like DMT and stuff like that? I'm sorry, do I know much about what? DMT. Um, and, not a lot. And not like a lot. Psilocy, a psilocybin, mushrooms, stuff like that. Well, like... I mean, it basically, the thing about DMT is this, and the reason why I'm talking about this is because it kind of puts you into the spiritual thing. When people take DMT, which is dimethyl, blah, 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 other shit, I can't remember how to yeah. fucking pronounce it. But anyway, yeah. Um, when people use DMT and shit, they go on a trip, right? And it's a super spiritual trip. And the thing about this is, is that everybody who does this trip sees the same thing. Even if I don't fucking know you, if I'm not even around you when you're doing it, you could be a hundred thousand miles away from me and I'm tripping at a different time than you are. And I'm still seeing the same thing that you fucking seen. It's a spirit, some kind of spirit. And like they talk about the uh, clock, the clockwork elves and shit like it, it's fucking crazy, man, because it says that it puts you into a dimension, a different dimension that everybody sees the same fucking thing, though. Remind me of that dude from that movie. It's fucking crazy, man. You're talking about uh, fucking Dazed and Confused? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, man, George Washington was a fucking stoner, man. <laughs> but no, like, what I'm saying is, as far as going into the spiritual thing, maybe her brain, because 
here's the thing. DMT is what makes you have dreams. Your, brain, your body naturally produces it. And it's what makes you have dreams. And it's say, they say that that's the same thing that happens to you when you die. You get that euphoric feeling and that, that peaceful feeling, and it's your body, boom, math, producing that DMT because you're getting ready to transfer over to the other fucking dimension. So yeah, they say they say that DMT is the death drug. It's it's what what that's where you get it's the release of endorphins where you get the 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 light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. Thing. I'm gonna exactly. release some endorphins I, I, later on. I believe kind of loosely that the the light at the end of the tunnel is actually the birth canal, and it's you. you know. <laughs> Thank you, Lil. We Thank have you. had that fucking same conversation, dude. I told Holy him shit. I was talking to JT, and I was like, "Listen." Whenever you die, what happens if maybe Dude, when that you light you see with my is you right coming now, out, man. right, and you're crying because you are you still remember your past life, and then eventually as you get you transfer into this other body, you start to forget that. And the well, reason I why think you're, you're crying when, you're, when you exit the birth canal because you're trying to squeeze. Have you ever tried to – have you ever gotten stuck <laughs> under a car and you're trying to squeeze out of there? I've never been stuck inside <laughs> of a birth canal. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, must be packing some hell of heat. Know, you, should, you should see the size of his head. He probably did get stuck. A fucking possibility. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, what I was talking so, about to kind of get no, back I, into the movie situation. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I don't – it gets me talking about other dimensions and other things like that. And, I don't I mean, I don't – we can go into that on another episode. Yeah, but like, yeah. yeah, for sure. But basically what I'm saying is, is that – Maybe she, her mind was just open to this other thing, and it, everyone has a fucking different account of what's going on, and it's just you, we don't fucking know what happened. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's possible. It's, it's entirely possible. Maybe she was intended to be a martyr. Maybe this was, you know, divine... A divine, some kind of divine uh, intervention. I said divine intervention, but fucking um, killer album too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then you have to. That brings in a whole nother conversation about yeah. what kind of benevolent God would allow somebody to suffer under those kind of circumstances and die. And, you know, that brings up a whole different topic that oh, needs yeah. to be right. a completely different yeah. show on down the road. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. This movie, <laughs> this fucking movie has so many conversations. I mean, it's just something that leads into these conversations. Of course, they're on their own. Well, but. this movie is kind of a little bit of a, um, it's kind of a mind blower for me because oh, if yeah. you look at the stats, it, it had a budget of $19.3 million and it box office to 144.2. So it was yeah. a successful oh, movie. Yeah. Definitely. And this is a movie and, and you, you have to admit, um, Jennifer Carpenter is, is very pretty, but in yeah. this movie, she's not. Yeah. Oh, in this yeah. movie, there is no titillation whatsoever. There is nothing. There's no real gore to speak of. There's nothing to grab the typical horror movie audience and reel them in. And when they're in there, you have what's a combination of a crime drama with a courtroom drama with a possession flick. And it just doesn't make any sense how it would gross 144.2, but it captured the imagination. It did. And it, did. it was just such an amazing movie. Any movie that can leave you going, man, what did I just watch? And 
you know, what, what was the meaning behind this and have you thinking and processing it. That's a good movie. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. This sure. movie by sure. far, just so we can get that out of the way. This movie it, is, it a, is great a great film. movie. Yeah. And yeah. like you said, it's still got us having this fucking conversation. How many years later? Right. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you still don't fucking know. You yeah. still don't know yeah. what, what to think. And right. that's, I like movies like that. that kind of leave you like, man, that's crazy. Like, I mean, I know this kind of sounds weird, but The Matrix was like that when I first seen it for me. Yeah. I was like, yeah, man, it's crazy. And now it's even more fucking crazy if you talk about The Matrix and what's going on now. It's, it, a lot of people think we live in a simulation, you know. Um, it's like the Truman Show. Well, my thing is, <laughs> right? explain to me this, though. Uh, this DMT thing, this. this fucking DMT thing really has me thinking. I mean, why the fuck does everybody see the same fucking beings? Right. Well, okay, so look at what they did in this movie. So the attorney, right after she took the case, she started having these weird things happen at 3 a.m. Right. Uh, so, which, is, which is known as the, the satanic witching hour. Right. The official witching hour. Um. So Jennifer Carpenter, Emily Rose, uh, started seeing these people and, like, they would have demon faces. Mm -hmm. Well, then all of a sudden now the attorney is starting to see some weird stuff. See, but, you know. Yeah, and we talked about that, and it's kind of like, oh, well, fuck, is it self-manifestation? Is it like, what, what, what do we use, mass? Uh, mass hysteria. Mass hysteria? Is it like, okay, A, she's been on hardcore studying in this case so it's inside right. her fucking head she's right. en en engulfed herself in but this. she didn't believe it though i know but that's you're still, the whole thing but here's the thing though she tried to keep herself separated from it but eventually you know, think about it if you're sitting there if you're sitting there you're like okay so she's seen this three o'clock in the morning she, so oh she saw this at three oh this three and then eventually you're gonna look at the clock and be like oh it's 258 and you lay back down and you're gonna wake up and boom it's three o'clock and you're gonna be like oh shit yeah what's going yeah. on now is well, that it? And the 3am thing, well, that goes back to one of your favorite movies, uh, Amityville Horror. Yeah. But, but that was, wasn't that 312? Uh, yeah, I think it was 312. Uh, it that's was, what, it was that's the number I've got in my head three. in that movie, was 312. But anyway, uh, you know, it was kind of interesting. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you guys down a weird, weird, strange trip here. Hold on, let me put my pants off. So... <laughs> Why should today be any different? <laughs> but, you better undo that zipper. Uh, so Laura Lenny's, uh, you know, played Aaron Bruner, the attorney. Right. So we we kind of got into. I don't know if you listened to our Poltergeist episode, but I got into some weird shit during our Poltergeist episode. Um, so a couple things I ran across here. So Laura Lenny who played Aaron Bruner started having some strange stuff happen to her during the production of this movie. She would in the middle of the night, her TV would just kick on by itself. Hey, okay, sure. I get that. That can happen. Okay. But it did it several nights. All right. And it kind of tripped her out. So you, you look at that and go, okay, it's a fucked up TV. Okay, TVs can do fucking weird shit sometimes. I'll be honest with you, my, my TV has never turned itself on. 
The motherfucker turns right. itself off sometimes, but it's never turned itself off. That's weird because like my phone always turns itself on and magically is a fucking Pornhub. I'm uh, like, right. I try to tell well, my wife. You know, and said, usually it's, you know, it's some <laughs> gay porn or something. Um, I'm not looking at transsexual porn. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the reason why I bring that up is Jennifer Carpenter. Same thing. During production of the movie, her radio would turn on in the middle of the night. She'd be in bed. All of a sudden, the radio would kick on. Most of the time when it kicked on, it, and this is so fucking weird, most of the time when it would kick on, it was playing Pearl Jam Alive. Oh, shit. And it would be repeating the, 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 line. the chorus, I'm still alive, I'm still alive. Oh, shit. Weird. And that happened several times to her. That's fucking crazy. Very strange. Very strange. The same song? See, I didn't have same any idea song. about that. Same song. Yeah, and man, like, I'm not trying to get you guys into a head trip, but, like, it, it, it just, to me, it's like, this shows you that everything is fucking connected. So what, so what is really happening? Is it a spiritual thing? Is it a religious thing? Is it a scientific thing? Or is it the fact that our fucking brains are so powerful that we don't know what the fuck is going on and we can self-manifest things? Or is it that everything truly is connected? Like I said, yeah, man. I mean, I, everything. <laughs> I feel like fucking Yoda no, right now. I'm not even fucking Everything's high. Everything's connected. <laughs> I'm not even this fucking table, high. That microphone, that bottle of water that you just pissed in. Okay, you guys want to know something that's crazy? I don't know. You guys might already know this, but talking about everything being connected is like there's a tree in ah, where the fuck is it at wherever the fuck the giraffes are at all right africa yeah so <laughs> there's this tree are you talking about the joshua tree no there's this tree that whenever the giraffes come through and they start eating the leaves the fucking tree sends a message through its roots to the other trees and they change the flavor of the fucking leaves so that they're bitter so the giraffes don't fucking eat them all what the fuck no joke. Look nobody, it up. Nobody wants any bitter ass <laughs> hey, 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 JT. Yeah. Uh, hey, man. Um, Ryan's gone bye-bye. <laughs> I'm fucking serious. Uh, I'm fucking serious. Uh, the you look it up. You look it up yourself. It's, it's, it's fucking crazy, man. That, that, my point of this whole thing is... There he goes like, again. It's fucking crazy, man. It's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> it's a fucking... No, I think no. he might be on No, DMT. I get it. I, you hear about that. You know, uh, nature does some weird things, man. Oh, no. Seriously, nature is nature's absolutely crazy. The, the whole purpose behind the anglerfish is, you know, it's got the little dangly light thing that it, that it does the bioluminescence... Bio Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little dangly to attract prey so that it can just swallow them up. I mean, I, nature is insane. Right. Um, right. There's a reason that, you know, certain animals are, are colored the way they are is either A, for camouflage, or B, as a warning to get away. Yes. I mean, look at look at black widows. They've got the, the red hourglass on their abdomen to tell people, stay away. Yeah. Dude, or, did you speaking other, of that, did you get the picture I sent you of the one that was outside the door at my work? Yes, I did. Dude, the, she was fucking gorgeous. And you know me, I can't stand spiders. I'm scared to death of them. But yeah. she was right outside the back door of my work. And I know you can't tell in the picture, but she was about the size of a half dollar. 
Oh yeah. Oh no, they they get uh, they get blueberry sized around here. No shit. Yeah, they get to be the size of blueberries, and and wow. they're they're shiny, black, beautiful. Yeah, that's how she was. Yeah. We had a we had a, a car that had sat for a little bit outside of our house because uh, it needed some work, and we were waiting for somebody to come pick it up and and uh, and buy it from us, but it we got we started seeing the shimmery little webs that car was infested with probably 35 or 40 black widows wow i've been bit by a black widow have you really yes yep it's crazy um but they say that as long as you're like really and i was young i was probably like 10 or 12 and they say as long as you're really healthy as long as you're healthy you usually be okay as long as you treat it and get it treated right and stuff and um but like yeah it was crazy i got bit on my ankle which is a spot where they like to bite, I guess. It's like huh. one of their favorite spots. I uh, As I pick my feet up off the floor. Yeah, well, I, it's funny because like, I'm big into nature and stuff, and I had this nature book um, of, of insect bites. Huh. So I woke up, and I got in the shower, and I didn't feel it or nothing. I got bit in my sleep, and then I got in the shower, and like my fucking leg, like as soon as the water hit down there, it fucking caught on. It like, what the fuck is that? I looked down there, yeah. and there was like a, a, a red ring. Yeah. Oh, about the size of a fucking quarter, and then like the inside of it was like, like bubbly up, you know, kind yeah. of shit. I'm like, what the fuck is that? So, I'll, um, me being the fucking weird kid, I got my book, and I'm like, that's an insect bite, I guarantee you. It's fucking in that book, same picture of someone's ankle, same exact, look just identical to mine, and it said wow. black widow bite. And then so we went to the doctor and got it all took care of it. But like, I was like, holy fuck. Wow, that's crazy. But uh. Anyways. Anyway, we've gotten way off kilter here. Well, you know. <laughs> but, you know, hey. It is what it is. But, yeah, the movie's That's great. What we do. The movie's great, and it's a mind fuck, and it's, it's going to leave you having a conversation, you know? Yeah, yeah. Let me, uh, let me talk about some, uh, some awards. I thought these were kind of interesting. I ran across this online today. So, the movie came out in 05. So, there were a bunch of. Uh, this movie was. Won several awards in 06, mm-hmm. which is pretty unheard of for an exorcism movie of, yeah. this, of this type, you know. So, uh, one of the first things that won was a Saturn Award for the best horror movie. I thought that was pretty good. The, yep. the ones that, that I thought were cool, though, was. Fangoria has these chainsaw awards. Fuck yeah, Fangoria. Fangoria's kick ass. But uh, so one of their awards were Chick You Don't Want to Mess With. And Laura <laughs> Lenny, the attorney, ended up winning that award. And then Jennifer Carpenter won for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, MTV gave it a, an award, uh, gave it a couple, but the one that I really liked was Best Frightened Performance to Jennifer Carpenter. Oh, hell yeah. She kicked uh, ass, dude. And then Scream gave her an award for Breakout Performance. Yeah, she fucking kicked you know, ass in this movie. It, it got several awards. It got a ton of nominations, but it ended up winning a few awards. Now, we're not talking Oscars or Golden Globes or anything like that, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, still. Right. Great film. And she yeah, kicked ass really in was. it. She really was, was a great actress in this movie. I mean, she nailed it, you know. Um I, uh, I, you know, I highly enjoyed this movie. Uh-huh. I definitely recommend, you know, if you've never seen it, go check it out. Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta be in the right mindset though. You gotta, 
got to know that you're in for the long haul, you know, crime drama, court drama, you know, like there Lale's are like, some parts in movie, there, you know. Yeah, there are some parts in that movie that will chill you, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude. Is, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. I did find it interesting, and this is kind of where um, it kind of takes me away from the idea of her possession being uh, spiritual in nature as opposed to more uh, mental illness. Uh, the fact that uh, this is one of the parts that was actually so chilling is the voices that she was speaking during the exorcism yeah. um, where it, the, the demons were actually saying, uh, I, I'm a member of Legion. I am, you know, Belial. I'm Lucifer. And for a, right. a demon possessing a person to say, I am Lucifer himself, that's a little bit extreme. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. I, I'm, I'm just not quite sure how to take that as was this mental illness or was this actual spiritual attack? Yeah, because right. I've heard, uh, I've actually heard other people talk about that, about uh, Lucifer himself actually possessing, and it's very rare that people, yeah, would, yeah, that something that would happen. But, but yeah, it's still a great film. I think everybody should highly recommend it to yeah. watch it for sure yeah. if you haven't yet. But before we jump off of here real quick, uh, Lel, you said you're into true crime and shit? Yes. Do you listen to podcasts? Uh, occasionally when I have time, yeah. If you're into true crime, you need to listen to the last podcast on the left. Yeah, they are cool. You right are, on. I'm telling you, they their, their podcasts usually last about an hour or so, but... They delve deep into the cool. Sh- I mean, it's fucking cool. And there's also another one called the Color Me Dead podcast, and they dive pretty deep into true crime shit. You'll really like those two yeah. a lot. And if you yeah. you know you got time, you're sitting at home doing something. It's you'll 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 dig it. You'll like it a lot. Yeah, and if you want nice. some uh, good ghost story, paranormal stuff, uh, hillbilly horror stories is good. If you like hearing other people's ghost stories, uh, I'd recommend Jim Harold's Campfire. Uh, he does a great job. Nice. There's some cool I'm, stuff. I like out there, um, I like local stuff. I like to hear about the the local stuff. You know, in in any city that I happen to be yeah. in. Hell oh, yeah. Um, and I've you know I've got several books from from the St. Louis area about uh-huh. you know things that have happened and and things that have been reported. Um, so yeah, those those podcasts would be pretty awesome for me to check out. I'd like to I'd you, like to get into them. You would love, uh, especially if you're a really true crime buff. You are you're gonna love fucking uh, last podcast on the left and color me dead. Yeah, they they yeah. do well. And Troy Taylor's doing one too. American mm-hmm. Hauntings. Uh, they do a lot of St. Louis area stuff. Nice. So, but yeah, man, but, yeah. the great fucking conversation. Yeah, dude, it's always fucking fun to have you on here, dude. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it, and I really like being here. So keep inviting me. I'll keep popping up. We'll do it. Like oh, a right on. fucking penny. Yeah, for sure, man. We'll definitely we'll be it. hitting you up. We'll uh, so, yeah, um, I think we're going to end this one, yeah, guys. Yeah, we're going to have to cut out of here. Uh, Ryan's got shit to do. I got shit to fucking do, <laughs> but you guys know all the shit. We love you. Thank you for all your support. Um, yeah, definitely. You guys kick ass. Sunday, guys, if you're Sunday, not following Sunday, us on Sunday. Facebook, Follow us on Facebook, Sundays, 7 o'clock. We do a live heavy metal horror show. Yeah. We listen to fucking good-ass metal music and have conversations live with you 
Ask us whatever the hell you want. Doesn't matter. We don't care. We'll talk about anything. Yeah. Uh, you can hear us on just about everything. I mean, we're we're really big on iTunes right now. Castbox, Spotify, Stitcher. We're on all the major uh, podcast uh, channels, or not channels, but yeah, providers or whatever. Uh, and then just today, I just found out you can get to us through your Alexa device. All you've got to do <laughs> is say, Alexa, can you play the Horror Chronicles podcast? And she says to me, sure. Here's the latest episode from the Horror Chronicles podcast. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fucking cool. Nice. But, yeah, it was cool. Right on, guys. We're going to end this. Leo, I'm sure you're going to stay online here for a second. So, uh, guys, we love you. And as always, until next time. Keep it creepy. We're out. Yeah. These missions are chosen. The fault is My own life I've taken. With no dignity. The world of the living. The world of the dead. What are you doing? Oh, you know, just uh, sitting watching some YouTube stuff. Oh, nice, nice. I actually kind of kind of got lost. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for. <laughs> you went down the YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> I did. I did. So hell yeah. So I do have um, just a just a quick little uh, aside because I know we're getting ready to to cut the podcast here, but. Okay. Um, I do have, because uh, I know you don't like to drink beer, so I'm sending you one. I got one of the Black Horsemen. Oh, dude. You. you are fucking awesome, man. Yeah. Fuck I yeah, know. dude. I appreciate <laughs> it, man. Uh, it was funny because they didn't have enough. Um, we went there figuring, you know, it's Surly, you know, Surly Brewing, and right. we figured that they would have brought plenty. <laughs> but I had, as soon as I made that post, I had people hitting me up left and right. I need oh, you yeah, to pick, me some, pick some up for me. They didn't. They only sold them in four packs. They don't. Sell, they didn't sell them in six packs, and they're okay. sixteen ounce cans. They're not twelve. Okay, cool. So um, I had. I ordered one for myself. And I ordered uh, two more, four okay. packs. Cool. And the the girls like, do you want one to open here and drink in addition to the the twelve that you're buying? And I said, yeah, absolutely. So I went ahead and paid for them. And there was one four pack sitting there. And she called a guy over to look for the rest of them. And he went looking, and he couldn't find any. And he's like. Okay. You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have charged him for that. And she got in trouble. No and shit. Yeah, he he ended up scouring. He's like, as as he's looking, heading over to another cooler to find it. He's like, I didn't think anybody was going to buy this. <laughs> like, oh god. <laughs> so he ended up scrounging up the rest of, of what I had paid for 
but he had to go to a couple of different coolers to do it. I bought them out. Nice. Nice. I bought all that they had. So, um, some people are getting them as, as holiday gifts. Cool. So Hell yeah. I'll have you, uh, I'll have you text me your address whenever we get done. Nice dude. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. No I want one just for fucking memento sake. Yep. I knew that. I knew that. So I got one for you. Fuck. Yeah. You are the fucking bomb diggity. I am. You I know. Are. You are. I'm the shit. You're so much the fucking bomb. You're going to fucking explode. If you're not careful. Explode. Oh, <laughs> right in your fucking mouth. <laughs> right in the fucking, right in your fucking mouth. What's up, Leo? I'm still here, too. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm glad I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish you would. That's kind of why. Hey, that's kind of why I was being quiet. <laughs> I want to. Where's a dickhead Ryan? I want to hear. I want to hear this shit. <laughs> yeah. So well, just if you don't you know, and, and, and you, you let you, you left that fucking idiot Ryan out of this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't know what Lyle's talking about, is uh, King Diamond released some beer, mm, and it's cool. called the Black Horseman. Hell yeah. yeah! And dude, the fucking can looks killer on it, man. Yeah. And and to be perfectly honest, it's it's a. It's a decent beer. It's not. It's not stellar. Yeah. But it's a decent beer. But it was brewed in conjunction with King Diamond. He he collaborated on it. He didn't. They didn't just, you know, pick a song off the Abigail album and and wrap yeah, a, yeah. Uh, an Abigail label on a beer can. You know, they they actually collaborated with him. He helped brew it, and you know he was instrumental in in getting this done. And so it's it's not a high. ABV, it's only five percent. Well, um, it's a it's a black lager, and it's it's really just it's really just nice and light and but it's black. Nice. I mean, it's as black nice. as your soul. And <laughs> say it like JT's heart. Fuck yeah! <laughs> so it's got, it's got a king's blood in it, his sweat, his tears, and one of the fucking silver spikes. <laughs> yes, yes, right on. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Fuck yeah, we oh, played yeah. we played some of your music tonight on our live show, by the way. We did. We did. What's that? We played some of your music on the live show tonight. Oh yeah? Right on. Yeah, Fuck and yeah. uh I missed it. JT got introduced to I don't know if you know who Ice Nine Kills is. Oh yeah. I had never heard of them, dude. <laughs> we introduced JT to them tonight. <laughs> dude, we yeah, pulled I'm... it up on fucking YouTube during the fucking live feed and I was like fucking mesmerized. It was funny. Nice. I just quit talking. <laughs> just like, holy shit, check these guys out. These guys are fucking badass. So, uh, yeah, I guess so, what, yeah. we're going to just do the intro, same way we did so, last time. And- so, yeah, what we'll do is we're going to do the intro. Uh, we don't have a lot of time tonight. We've got about 45 minutes or so. Okay. Because um, Ryan's got some shit he's got to take care of tonight. But uh, we're going to run through this. Uh, I don't know... Typically, what we do is we just talk about the movie, uh, you know, our likes, our dislikes. We'll go through, you know, director, stars, you know. Uh, I wrote down some budget stuff and yeah, no, and, that's uh, not in no order really. Kind of yeah, just we're just, it's it. just fucking random, you know, random stuff, and and yeah, that's what we're gonna do. So Sounds we're gonna good. do a little intro and we'll get right into it. Perfect. All right. All righty. All right, dude. 